Welcome to Girls Who Read Porn. Please be advised that this podcast contains mature content for mature audiences. The title might have given that away, though. We would also advise you triple check the trigger warnings of each book prior to the episode. And if it's not for you, we'll see you next week. Each episode includes major spoilers, so make sure you read the book and don't say we didn't warn you. With all that in mind, on with the show. Welcome to another episode of Girls Who Read Porn. My name is Ola. I'm here with the regulars, Betty. Hello. George. Hi. How you doing, girls? Good. Good. Doing we good. We have a Very guest happy. today, guys. We have TL Swan, the Swanster, mm-hmm. Swanaroonie. <laughs> TT <laughs> is in the house. How are you today, TL Swanster? What's happening? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Thanks Thank you so me. much I, for joining I, us. Um, I never know what to say on these things. I always feel so awkward. So don't. Hi. You're hanging out with some friends. <laughs> So it's good advice, Ola. Just don't feel <laughs> don't. Just stop. <laughs> it's like, don't stress. Like, don't have anxiety. Why do you have anxiety? Uh, like, stop stop having anxiety. Any, anything where my face has to be anywhere in public, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Ow, ow, ow. Like, <laughs> a lot of authors are like that. They're like, we, we, I'm not doing a podcast, sorry. I, I, I physically could not be interviewed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, those are awkward people sometimes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't don't mind the podcast and the the talking, and I can talk about my books till, you know, I'm underwater. Like, that's fine. It's the, I don't know, I guess I hate seeing my face all over the internet. That's just not me. Fair enough. (laughs) You will never see me dancing on TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Never. So, (laughs) yeah, no, it's just not me. It's not my thing. All right, so you just released Miles Ever After. Woo woo! Yeah. Holy fucking shit, Swan Star! What the fuck was with Elliot's story? First of all, <laughs> what the actual fuck? I have a lot of questions. You? It actually broke me to write to write that because so I knew his story all along. I knew his story right through his book, um, and because I wrote those books. I wrote the most Miles High books for Montlake. So that's, you know, Amazon's publishing arm. And there's a page count. So I couldn't do epilogues. I couldn't do extended epilogues. So I asked them when I was still writing the stopover, can I do an epilogue book at the end that's not yours, that's mine, and I'll be able to finish the books how I want because I do like that full closure. I said, yeah, yeah, that's fine. That was that was six years ago. I think they're regretting it now. I bet they fucking are. <laughs> After Tristan's book came out, I'm sure they're fucking regretting it. Yeah, so, yeah. I wrote, yeah. Anyway, I hope it was okay. It was. I hope, I hope it was well received. I was really worried it was going to be a massive trigger for people, um, yeah. especially our readers, like a lot of our yeah, readers. The age, the that, age group. We're yeah, in that yeah. position, you know, like it's. It's a very. I feel like it's a really um, unrep. It's it's really unrepresented in the in the romance community. We're talking like, about yeah. IVF for people who don't know yeah. who haven't mm. read the book yet. We're not going to give anything yeah. away, but it talks about IVF yeah. and the struggles. Yeah, with that. I just feel like you know, people read romance, and the only happy ever after you can have is if there's a baby and two point mm-hmm. five kids and a white picket fence, and that's just not life. So, I feel like we need more more romance stories with real subjects 
A hundred percent. And like, yeah. I don't know if you guys have ever done this, but like when you're reading in bed and you start crying and you start like wiping your face on the pillow, like, like <laughs> yeah, that was me when I was reading Elliot's story and also Christopher's story. Holy shit. That was another like massive, it wasn't like a heartbreak, but it was just so happy that it hurt. Yeah. I know. I, just love... I actually, it's funny. I actually wrote them all the wrong way around. So I wrote Christopher's right after his book. Like I, yeah, I know. I was talking to somebody about that. I'm like, the timeline fucked me. I was so confused. For yeah, a because bit I wrote his right after the book because I wasn't finished. I needed that extra twenty pages. Like, so I wrote that, and then I was like, okay, we're going to do this. This is it. And then I went forward and wrote Jamison's, <laughs> read Jamison's book, wrote Jamison's and Emily's. Then I wrote Tristan's, and then I was like, oh, and I was just this heavy subject that I was like I knew I had to write I didn't know how to handle it and it was one of the reasons I'll be honest why we pushed the release back because Mm -hmm. I was just I can't write something I'm a weird person I'm very weird so the stories come to me already done and I can't change them it doesn't matter how I want to I'm not one of these people that go I just might make them go to the shop today and do the it doesn't (laughs) work like that it comes to my head completely formed so I can't change a story, so I've got to work out the best way to write the story that I've got in my head. And I just, yeah, it was hard. I think I wrote Elliot's book about seven or eight times, his epilogue, to try and get it right. That was heavy. But in a good way. No, amazing. (laughs) Yeah. 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 That shit hit hard. Am I going to start crying now? I emailed Kelly afterwards and I was like, I'm not crying. Are you crying? (laughs) I've had so many emails from people thanking me, like not since our way. So when I wrote our way, I got flooded with emails about the pansexual. addressing. I loved that book. I've read every single one of them, just in case you're wondering. Because nobody has done that. So I addressed that and I got so many emails and this book is the same. I'm getting all these messages and really, really lovely. So thank God. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, you did incredibly with the master. I actually want to go back to some other books because people okay. have questions about all your books. Okay. Hit me. Hit you. What the <laughs> fuck was finding Alistair and why were you oh. doing that to us? And why <laughs> did you stop and then just fuck off? Like, I just don't no. understand because that I'll is the worst you, I'll tell you a little story. So I am writing the next two two books to Alistair this year. Oh, thank fuck. And the reason I had to stop can I just Can I stop you for a sec? This is a cliffhanger from 2016, just in case anyone's wondering. This is <laughs> not really a cliffhanger. It's not really a cliffhanger. So that was going to be the one book and that's how it was going to end. It's not a <laughs> so no. stop. No, no. no. Come on. No, you cannot um, end a book like that. but yeah there's a lot of research with this book massive massive amounts of research so it's coming that's all i can say okay we were supposed to go to uh, ireland to go to the castle Mm -hmm. um in 2019 we were we were scheduled to go um but then covid hit and i want to be there to actually so this year I didn't realize your research was so extensive that you like traveled to the locations. Yeah, yeah, wow. yeah. I'm going to Italy in June 
to write Valentino. Oh, gosh. Your oh, Italian um, series, mate. Um, the first one with yeah, the Australian. I wrote the first book in Italy and then Ferrara I couldn't because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I'm going back. So, look, I could write it anywhere. I go because it's a good excuse to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have to go to Italy because I have to write this book. So I'm going anyway because I'm going over for um, Rare in London. Oh, so, are you doing Rare in Australia or Babe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm doing Rare and then I'm doing. I'll see you there. Yeah, and then I'm doing Rare in London. So, That's so yeah. exciting. We're going to be over there anyway, so it's you may as well. an extra few. Yeah, when is on. Rare in London, by the way? First weekend in July. I think it's the 8th. Oh, okay. That's exciting. And then I'm going back into Florence Rare in September. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. I'm in Florence in September. Let's drink. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there, baby. <laughs> so Alistair's coming out this year. What else, what else are we expecting this year? Valentino? So, okay, yeah. So I've just, I'm the, I've got My Temptation coming out from Mott Lake. I love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. I'm in the final stages of that now. Then I'm writing The Bonus. Oh, yeah. So that's a standalone, um, right? The Bonus. Yeah. So I had a bit of a break last year. So I noticed. I was like, where the fuck are all the books? Let's talk about that. So I'm 52, going through menopause, and I am not going to kill myself to publish books while I'm dying of heart attacks. So I just took eight months off. Good for you. um, Fair enough. Yeah, like I just, you know, I had written four books a year every year for eight years. I've only been writing for eight years. So I was just like, I'm a bit of a workaholic and... My kids are like 18, 19 and 21. I was like, you know what? I just want to be a mum for six months. So I just took eight months off. So last year was a bit quiet. Uh, yeah, but I'm back, back with a vengeance. So That's got awesome. my hormones sorted out. So what are we and expecting the, next? Sorry, the bonus. So next is the bonus. Ooh. Gabriella Ferrara. And then. <gasps> yes. I Valentino. Mr. Prescott. I don't know oh, if he's that's part him. of the Mr. Series. Part of the Mr. Series. I know it all. He's Charlotte's I know brother. It all. So he he owns casinos. He's a billionaire Ooh. who owns casinos. I love a good nice. billionaire romance. Ah, uh, and then I've got Alistair. Valentino, then Alistair. Finally. 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 So yeah, I'm back. I'm back in the groove. So it's yeah, a busy awesome. year yeah. for you. Good for you for taking the time off. Fuck everyone. Well, I just was like you know, I could have kept riding through it, but I feel like you would have, my hormones were really unsettled. Like I, I couldn't, because I didn't actually realise I was going through menopause. I just was really foggy and dumb and hot and felt like crap and just really unmotivated, un, unlike myself. Um, and, K- and Kelly, my, my assistant, kept saying, you okay? You okay? Because she'd worked with me for six years. She knew mm-hmm. You know, I'm super motivated and super, let's get this done, blah, 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 blah. And I just wasn't. Like, I just was tired. So I just decided to take six months off. Oh, I, I ended up taking eight. And it was the best thing I could have done. I saw, I found a holistic doctor and I'm I'm now taking bioidentical hormones, which is, this is weird. This is off topic. <laughs> that's okay. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> that's okay. It, it was the best thing I've done because I'm actually... I'm actually back to myself. So that's awesome. Anyone out yeah. there who feels like a imposter in their own body, 
find a holistic doctor. There you go. Because it changed. Yeah, I'm back to myself. And that's awesome. Who wants to write well about done. people getting laid while you're going through menopause? Exactly. Oh, I, want, I just wanted to become a serial killer writer. I was like, oh, man, fucking hate you all. Fuck off. Don't talk to me. <laughs> but, you know, I can't write the books that I write if I'm not feeling happy and yeah. in the groove. Like I, I'm very organic. I'm not a person who sets a word count a day and will get a story out in two weeks. It, it needs to come to me and it needs to, you know, the conversations and I just can't. I can't write like a robot. I have to be organic. So when I was feeling off, I knew I had to take a year off. And it's the best thing because I feel like my writing is fresh and better than it's ever been. Amazing. Your Christopher book was next level. Breathe. Wait till you read My Temptation. Oh, fuck. I, think it's, I can't. I, think it's next, I can't I think wait. It's again. I think, it, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, Which one is your favourite yeah. in the Miles series? It's Christopher, right? You've said that before. It's probably Elliot's book. Oh. oh. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I, I think Elliot's book is the most romantic book. Uh, I think Christopher's is the funniest. Oh, hilarious. I think Tristan's relates to the most people that's why he's so endearing because everybody's got kids and everyone knows kids are assholes so (laughs) like everyone no honestly that that scene with the you know (laughs) all you have to say is that scene and everyone knows what you're talking about with the fucking shoes Uh, i had that i had that scene in my head right and i remember he pulls up in the car, you know, and he's looking in and yeah. I could just picture the country music and he's walked up and he's like, is there a fucking centipede that lives here? <laughs> I just started it. I don't know what happened, but 15 minutes later I was like giggling away writing and then I was, I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like <laughs> It was but, yeah. so funny and people like, talk, when I, so I read it, then I listened to it on an audio book and then I read it again. Like it was the thing, and I, mean, I loved. You know, I my still giggle every time I read it. Like uh, I yeah. still giggle every time. Like at the moment, I'm writing my temptation, and the guy in it is really snarky, and I am laughing the whole time. And my family are like, "What? Are you doing? <laughs> like, this, is, this is funny." And they're like, "That's actually yeah, right, that's laughing. a really sweet image." Just thinking about you sat at your computer giggling at your own work. <laughs> I'm like a nut job. Like, I am like a nut job. So I'm laughing. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh, good comeback. <laughs> and then next minute I'm crying, going, oh, my God, this is so bad. Don't say it, don't say it. And then I'm like, oh, no, you said it. Like, I just, I'm like a complete nut job. So like, they're, like, taking over you in a way. Yeah, it's like a, I'm like a nutty professor, like, just yeah. typing, going, oh, he did not say that. Like, I just... Christopher was snarky. Yeah. He had, yeah, he, yeah. I was like, wow, was not expecting him to have so much attitude. I love him. He's yeah. so fucking funny, T. Seriously, the funniest. Gorillas in the mist. Honestly. <laughs> there was a few parts in that book where I almost peed myself. Like I just, I couldn't deal. He's so funny. It, yeah, he is. I, you know, it's funny. I, I never kind of set out to write funny. Like I never saw myself as a rom-com writer. Like it's just, but my personality and I guess my relationship with my husband 
we're very sarcastic. You're also and Australian. We're, very, we're known to be and sarcastic. Should have been me and my yeah. husband. We banter, and I, I'm like that with everybody I know. I'm sarcastic and I banter. So I think it's just my natural personality is coming out now more in my books as I get more established, like more comfortable, I guess, where I sit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, compared to your first book, which was like shocking. And everyone was like, how is this going to turn out? Like they were freaked out by the end of it though, because people stopped reading it because they were scared that it was going to go. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really, really enjoy that kind of writing. That's my, probably my favorite kind of writing, like that angsty. um, I'll I'll give you, I'm not sure if you guys have read it, but like you go through the book assuming that they're cousins and they're in love with each other <laughs> and it nice. just and a lot of people can't handle that <laughs> and, and when, it when was, they get to when they get together and when they keep getting together they know they're cousins so. yeah but they're like assuming that yeah, yeah they're like this is a yeah yeah, yeah. i love it <laughs> and it's like a five <laughs> series book yeah and then like all of the standalones kind of go from that Series, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, that's my roots. I kind of feel like that's my most organic writing because it's probably before I knew, you know, what what to do. Um, And then I've gone down this train where as an author you kind of get pigeonholed a bit, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. So, you know, if you write comedy well, people go, oh, she's a rom-com, or if you write, mafia well or she's a dark writer or she's so I'm trying very very hard to put out a couple of books in different kind of moods if you like every year rather than just stick with the millionaires who are snarky or just the the Italian mafia or you know I I really don't want to be pigeonholed and it's why I don't put a trope on my Mm. books you know how you might see Mm-hmm. A fake marriage or a, a this or that or that. I will never ever name my books as a trope because I don't want to be pigeonholed. You see authors with like several different pen names as well, like obviously like CM Owens yeah. and ST Abbey, like light like yeah. rom coms and then dark romances because you do get yeah. pushed into a hole. And then if you release anything different, people are like, oh, yeah. this isn't rom com. Like I'm not reading it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. I- yeah, I'm trying really hard not to be that author. Like all I can guarantee is if you like my books, you should like all my books because they're just different stories but it's still me. Do you know what I mean? Like I feel like, yeah, I'm not a rom-com. I'm not a, I don't know what Well, you kind I of am, hit a bit but... of paranormal in Finding Alistair. Like you've, yeah, your I love books it. are very. Book. I've got a vampire Halloween book coming out Ooh, this year. yes. That'll be <laughs> yeah, fun. Swamp star. That's that's Unexpected hot. and exciting. <laughs> Love Shit vampires. Yeah. Fucking A. Yeah, so hopefully it goes well. It goes well for me, so. Yeah. <laughs> that's all yeah, that matters, really. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's my thing. I, I guess I just, I just want to deliver a good reading experience regardless what they are. And hopefully I can take readers, my readers, wherever we go. And they know that they'll like it, if that makes sense. Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. Sure does. I hope they trust me enough. But, like, they kind of do because they kind of follow me 
Yeah. You've got a, you've got a cult following. You have a cult following. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's so cult. Very popular. Yeah. I'm so not culty. We did, a, we did a giveaway yesterday for all your books, which are signed. Just in case anyone's wondering, jump onto our Instagram. <laughs> um, and then um, I was like, tell us who your favourite Miles brother is. Every fucking person wrote Tristan. I'm like, where are the Christopher people out there? Where are the Jameson people? Where are the Elliot people? Yeah, it's is so that- funny. I, I love all of them. But if I probably had to pick one to marry, which is a weird thing, I'd pick Jameson because I like yeah. that grumpy, growly kind of guy. That's mm-hmm. just my personal taste. But Christopher is just so beautiful. Like, I just don't get it. I don't get it I just either. Don't get it. And Elliot, like, Elliot, oh, he's my favorite. Honestly, you'd marry them all, it seems. I like, would. you would like have I a totally reverse would. harem. That's what it looks like. I would actually marry every single one of my characters. No shit. <laughs> That's actually one of the questions. Who would you marry? <laughs> Everyone. <laughs> well, I'm probably married to my husband, is probably the most like Joshua or Jamison. Okay. Mm-hmm. like he's grumpy and yeah. Bossy, yeah that's my that's my jam but um yeah I don't know no, fair I would marry all of them no fair enough mm. um let's walk away from your books for a sec is there anything that you're reading at the moment that we should know about I don't read I haven't read a romance book since I wrote my first book Ooh, that's controversial it's just all you that is so fucking controversial. controversial. There's a reason I don't do it. I don't want to know what else is out there in the market. Okay. I don't want to accidentally pick up another author's words and then write them and wonder in my head, did I read this before or is that in my head? Do you know what I mean? Like plagiarism is my biggest fear and I think it comes from my psychology background. I just know how much we unintentionally retain, mm-hmm. like, you read something 70% of that sinks into your subconscious so when you're writing a sex scene how do you know where that's come from yeah yeah I didn't even think about that you know are we talking about gym junkie here because I want to know where that came from (laughs) (laughs) that was something else it just come from my head I'm sure it did T I'm (laughs) sure it fucking did because you're like five pages in and then you're like holy shit what the fuck I remember I got slammed for that my better readers were like are we really going there I'm like so guys, anyone's wondering, like within five pages, a girl gets has sex anally in a gym bathroom the first time she meets. Nice. Stop <laughs> it! Let's not talk about that. <laughs> it's amazing, but it was so fucking shocking. I was like, oh, another TL Swamp book, and I open it, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> I think if I it went back and read that. I think if I went back and read that now, I would like literally fall off my chair yeah. and die and then death. But at the time, I was like, "Let's go!" I like, love it. No, it's amazing. It's the best thing ever, and it's a most memorable sex scene out of all your books. Is <laughs> like just opening a book and just getting. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what's funny, right? I'll tell you a funny story. So as raunchy as I write, like I know I write raunchy. <laughs> Montlake keeps saying to me, you're our dirtiest writer. <laughs> um, I won't let the girls post anything sexual on my TikTok <laughs> or use any swear words or none of my teasers are allowed to be sleazy. If someone, te- like, links me in something, one of my 
it's written in my book that I wrote. I'll be like, oh, I'm tagged, I'm tagged. Oh my God. I don't want to know about it. It's like it's like I live this double double life. Like when I'm in the book, it's like that's okay. But outside in real life, it's we're not going It's kind there. of like when not. you get really drunk and you do something stupid and you wake up in the morning and someone tells you what you did. And you're like, well, that, that was yeah. last night's problems, not today's problems. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I can't listen to my audio books because I'm like, no, 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 don't say that. I cannot just sit there and go, oh, this is hot. I'm like, oh, my God, it sounds so rude and a man is saying it. Like, <laughs> Your audio books are known to be some of the best because of the male mm. speaker. Oh What's God. his name? So I have to, I, Sebastian, um, no, I have to tell you, I have to tell you, Sebastian York does a lot of Right, stuff, yes, him. Um, Everyone's obsessed with him and they do like all the TikToks of him and shit and they're obsessed. Anyway, we are going to break the internet with the Italian translator. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh. So usually, right, so usually Kelly and the girls, we're in the office, they play with the tapes. I'm like, nah, nah, that's not him, that's not him. And then they get kind of agitated with me because they keep sending me all these demos I'm like no nah, that's not him that's not him. I'm very black and white I know what I want on everything and I was, I'm like nope 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 and they played me they, they've been nagging me you've got to come and approve this you've got to I'm like oh so Kelly said to me I know you this is the guy this is the guy and I'm like oh, whatever let's play and she played it and I was like and then he kept playing. I was like, oh, I'm like, I'll play it more. I was like, oh, my God. So I've just, like, signed this guy up for multiple books because his voice, I cannot, I cannot. I've never heard such a hot voice ever. Fucking hell, Swan Star. Oh, Ooh, so Fires will be wet around the world. Get ready, get ready. He's going to break my ears because I'm, yeah. Honestly, I can't even tell you how hot this is. And he's, um, he does this, this Italian growl. Like he's just like. Oh, man. <laughs> Honestly, God. Like I'm not even like saying I'm comfortable it. talking about it, but I kind of want to listen to it. Oh, I wish I could play it for you because Kelly's playing it. And I was like, oh, my God. And then they're talking because we're in a meeting. We're going through all the things we had to do. And I kept just thinking about it. I was like. You have to play it again. Like, seriously, like they're like for real. I was like for real. Like this guy. Anyway, I can't wait till he breaks the internet with his voice because oh, no. I can't wait for all the Everyone. TikToks that are going to come out. Oh shit! It's going to be stupid. Yeah. It's going to be stupid. And seriously, I'm not, like I said, I'm I haven't had a reaction to a voice like this yet. Ever amazing in, in anyone's books. Oh shit! Oh, we're excited. Have you like just? You must have discovered him. No, I don't know. I don't know. I don't even. I can't. I don't. I can't even tell you his name because I don't know it. Because I'm not. I'm like, I've got ADD, so I don't. Oh, samesies. <laughs> yeah, so I don't remember <laughs> any details that are something that interests me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, samesies. <laughs> so I can tell you a line that I read in Sylvia. Sylvia Day is my like favorite author. Oh, she's can, good. I can tell you a line in her book that I read read eleven years ago. Ask me the narrator's name. (laughs) No idea. That's fucking amazing. (laughs) Um, 
what is your favorite book out of all your books? Uh, I can't say I have a favorite because every time I write a new book, that's my new favorite. Like I won't release a book until it's my favorite. Like I, I write most of my books two or three times. I don't ever just put a first draft out. And it's probably one of the reasons that I don't write as quick as everybody else. And because I'll write, like I said, the scene, it comes to me, the books come to me mostly in dreams. Like I just, stories just come to me. Like I'll think of something and I'll have the whole story within an hour. And then I have to work out what's the best way to show what's in my head on paper. And it doesn't always work out. Like, so for example, I might write a nightclub scene and that day I'll read it and I'll go, yeah, it's great. And I'll keep writing, writing, writing. And then a week later I'll go back and I'll read that scene and I'll think, it's not right. It doesn't have the same punch as it does in my head. Mm. So then I'll write it again. And then, you know what I mean? Like, and I probably do that with every scene at least three or four times. Wow. So that's a lot. I'm painful. I'm painful. Like I, I do. <laughs> so I think we worked out the other day. So the the miles over after book was about 55,000 words or 60,000 words. I think I wrote that book four or five times. Sure. So I wrote, you know, 250,000 words to get what you read. Do you know what I mean? Like that's how I work. So Dedication. Holy painful. shit. Yeah. But I, I, I can't put out anything that I'm not 100% proud of. Do you know what I mean? Like if I know a scene's wrong, I can't let it out. And that's why I don't do pre-orders. Because if I know a pre-order is coming, it locks my brain down and I can't I can't judge anything effectively because I'm constantly thinking of a timeline. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't want time. I want to just have the time to ponder and play with things. So Cool. Yeah, it works out. No, I mean, not at all. It, it worked for you. Books are incredibly popular. I wish I was one of those people that could write a book in two weeks. It would be so much less stressful. For you, it might not be as popular. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah. yeah. There's a reason why it works. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's just my style, I think. I think it's just the way my brain works. We um, yeah. interviewed an author and she writes all of her books by hand in a notebook. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that was yeah, yeah. baffling to me. Baffling. If I'm stuck, I have to write on a notebook like it's in our head, but it totally works. It's like yeah. when I'm really stuck, <laughs> this is so weird. When I'm super stuck on a book and I'm like, no, it's not right, but I can't work it out. What's happening? I go to Dimmicks upstairs and type in the city. Oh, fair. They've got a big cafe there yeah. and I can sit there all day and don't don't ask me what it is. But I will work out the problem with my book in that bloody Dimmicks store because <laughs> – I do it every time. I don't know. My mother-in-law I loves that fucking Dimmick store. Hey, we get oh, her the gift cards for it for her birthday. Three and levels and with a big, yeah. massive cafe. And I'm like, loving myself. She comes down yeah. from the South Coast because they live in the South Coast and she literally specifically comes to Sydney for Dimmick. Yeah, me she too. I go to Sydney all the time for that. Yeah, yeah. not surprised. <laughs> um, other than <clears throat> Gym Junkie, what's your favourite smart scene that you've ever written? It's <laughs> a big question. I reckon Gym really. Junkie's up there for me personally because it is the most <laughs> memorable. You obviously like shock. You're actually a shock, <laughs> like, shock factor. Um, look, I wouldn't say it's a favourite. It's definitely not a favourite, but the probably something that is so 
poignant in my mind is every time I hear the song Dark Horse from Katy Perry, Katie, Katie Perry I, I think of Joshua and Natasha making a porno. So <laughs> Nice. That's also quite that shocking. Song, it doesn't matter where I am. If I hear that song, I'm instantly taken back and I'm like, yeah. Nice. <laughs> I like <it. laughs> So I would say that that's probably up there, but it doesn't stand out as better. I would just say it's probably more memorable attached to a song and memories attached to a song if that makes sense no fair enough well um do you have any advice for aspiring female authors so i have an author group um that i teach people to write books oh shit Um, yeah so it's called the ss signets so that's short for swan squad signets we've got a thousand girls in there i think we've got about 200 novels published so far from those girls that's amazing. Um, yeah, so that's probably one of the most it's probably <laughs> one of the biggest things that I'm proud of. And so look, it's not professionally filmed. I'm filming because I just I've just filmed probably 38 videos, some in my pajamas. And I go through the process of writing a whole book from the very start right to the end, character development, this plot, blah 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 blah. Um it's just so not professional. Um, but, yeah, the girls seem to like it and they're going really well. We've had a couple of girls break the top 100 with their first books. Like oh, really, really, really amazing. So you'll see them. Um, they're called signets. We call them signets. It's a baby swan. So mm-hmm. they um, That's so sweet. Yeah, Is yeah. that like on Facebook if somebody wants to? It's a Facebook group. It's a private group. You have to request. Um I do now. This is a weird thing. I do only take applications if the people are in my reader group, because the reason I do that is they have to like my style of writing. Mm-hmm. If they want to learn from me, do you know what I mean? I can't teach them to write politically correct, you know, fiction, you know, literature. Um, that is just not me, and I'm I'm untaught. I've never done a writing lesson. Um, so what I teach isn't necessarily correct. It's just what I do. So. I kind of don't open it and I don't advertise it to the internet because I don't want people just coming for a sticky bit. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like you either have to like my books and want to learn what I do or just go and pay for a course. Don't come and just sticky bake what we do and then buzz off yeah. and mm-hmm. flag me. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not, that's why I don't advertise it. I feel like if people find me, it's for a reason. They're meant to find me. I'm very much all about the universe delivers and we're in the right place at the right time and you hear you know so yeah if you hear about my my signets you're meant to hear about it if you don't you don't (laughs) you know no fair enough yeah but they're killing it can i ask are we gonna have another australian um main character coming up soon because when you write an australian it's fucking hilarious (laughs) like you know how to write australians if there's one thing you know how to write it's a bloody australian i like australian girls are you kidding this is the third notification sorry that i've received about your books from kindle i keep getting tl swan notifications through my phone they must know that i'm speaking to you they're like have you read the (laughs) do-over how good are they oh shit like (laughs) it's so good I don't know why they do it, but they, like I, I think yesterday I got four notifications for different books of mine on email. I don't know why Amazon. I've, 
I've hit some freaking legit. Like I spoke, I think it's because the girls and I've been talking about it that now I just keep getting notifications of your stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think me too. I think that's why I got all the notifications (laughs) because I kept checking my rank. What's happening? (laughs) Um, sorry, Australian protagonist. Yeah. Um, look, I would love to, but the the problem is with my schedule at the moment is I keep writing characters that have a side character. everyone wants to hear about so probably for the last three years I haven't actually thought of any new characters do you know what I mean like it's just all I'm finishing off series yeah. so and it's all oh, like yeah. the whole world is intertwined from the first book to the very last book like it's all yeah. one big world because it's in my in my head it is like in my head we're in real time do you know what I mean so the misters live in London and we've got Joshua in LA and we've got you know like it all it's in it's real time and they're all very wealthy i like writing about wealthy men like fucking no. let's face it if i'm gonna write fantasy let's have the freaking fantasy yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. i don't want to write about a plumber and <laughs> i don't want to read about i don't want to read about fighting over who cleans the toilets this weekend like fuck that i want the fantasy so yeah <laughs> congratulations on reaching number one in australia and in america within like an hour yeah. what the fuck that was crazy. Is this the fastest you've ever reached, number one? No. Oh. I... <laughs> Sorry. No, it seemed time... fast to me when I was like. It is fast. It is fast. I One time my first rank in Australia was one. Um, I just banged straight out the gate, hit one. Ooh. So that was What was that one for? Um, it was a do-over. Oh. So... Yeah, no, it's it's just surreal. It's probably because you know, people but... were antsy. They were waiting. It's been like eight months. They needed Chicken. something. Yeah. Well, I haven't released a book for, like I said, a long time, and I, I haven't put it out there. I'm actually going to start another page um, for menopause because it's not talked about. Okay, our readers just don't go through it. And until, you know, they don't have many older women that talk about this kind of shit. Like it's, especially it's the rough. author world, like... A lot of, a lot, all I can explain it to you is the day before you get your period when you're totally frazzled mm-hmm. and you're not yourself, that's how you feel for a year. Wow. Like I can't explain it. Or some people feel like it for 10 years. I was about years, to like, say one of my ex's mums had it for 15 years, like the yeah, premenopausal like, symptoms. Yeah, like, you know, it's tough. So wow. I, I feel like a lot of authors get a lot of slack for slipping off the radar but readers don't know what they're going through in that yeah. you, know, you cannot write a punchy funny beautiful romance if you feel like you want to murder the world it yeah. just doesn't happen so yeah i think yeah i think i'm going to start a page just for women to just get on and vent it's a good idea because like, <laughs> it's a good I idea yeah the problem sometimes is when you produce content that is um i guess outside of a regular like work schedule you get held to like a certain degree and then you forget that the people that are making the content that you enjoy also are just people. Like, yeah. 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 I feel like you get to a point in your author career. I know I did. And this was last year. You've just got to sort of retreat and, and take a step back from the author world and all the pressure and the earth, you know, like, cause it just, the better you do, the harder the, the higher the pressure mm-hmm. to perform. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like it's 
the pressure of expectation. Every time you put out a good book, the pressure is higher. Mm-hmm. It just gets higher and higher. And you feel it like it's this stifling. But I feel like if you get through that, which is hard to get through, you do get to a stage where you come back to yourself and you come back to your roots and you're like, no, actually I'm okay with where I am and they're going to have to wait. Like I need to get my head sorted first. You know, I need to spend time with my kids. Or, yeah. I yeah. feel like as well um, like what you were talking about, especially with something like menopause because subjects like women's health historically aren't ever talked about or no, they aren't ever validated. Why, yeah. So it's, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I kind of feel like, not enough women who are in the not spotlight, but you know, like a lot of people know, kind of thing. You know, people said to you know, I'm imagining everyone saying, "Where's the books? Why hasn't she published any books?" Blah blah blah. blah. Well, that's why. Yeah. Like, and if we can be so free and liberated, business. yeah. But like As we well. read, we read like books that are about liberation and freedom of women and sexuality. Yeah. So therefore, we have to talk about the negative parts of yeah. that yeah and I feel like it's it's not a taboo subject yeah. it's something we all go through and like you know I, I never hide my age I'm not trying to be young like I don't care like I am what 52 I am 52 is young yeah I know yeah. but like a lot of authors wouldn't want to write that yeah do you know what I mean they wouldn't want to say yeah. they're going through menopause and they're 52 because they think it might hurt their readership whereas my average reader is over 40 really so yeah. I, I my, that my average surprise reader me at all. I'm not going hmm. Yeah, I'm going for I'm not going for the 20 20 year olds that like the punch and the shock. I'm going for people who like de- in-depth storylines and in character mm. development and you know like and that's why one of the reasons why I won't um in my advertising I won't use sex to sell my books because I feel like if I do it's a false it's it's a misrepresent you know it's a misrepresentation. Yeah of what my books are about because if they just want sex my books aren't just sex so exactly it's fair i've done a lot of raving on today no it's good it's great i like it i love it that's 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 what we're here for it's a podcast keep talking (laughs) it would be a bit awkward if we were the only ones who were talking (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah and we'd be like why do we bring this much on but it's good though instead you've been talking the whole time it's been fantastic and that's what we want and we've covered so Um, many topics so many like we've yeah. been from a to z and back again it's great <laughs> it's amazing yeah. um you're right like there are so many authors who have said that they've taken time off i think tilly cole was one of them who took time yeah. off and she's like i've been sick for the last year that's why i haven't written anything about lords of london town and like 50 people responded with when's the next book mm, like yeah. instead of being like are you okay like what happened to you yeah yeah the thing is too with this game um it's a head fuck. Writing a book is a head yeah. fuck. Um, and when the only comments you get on Facebook or Instagram, and it's one of the reasons I hold myself quite distance, I have that barrier. Like I'm on Facebook like an hour a day. I only go to my private groups. I only go to my Instagram page. I don't read other romance books. I'm very cocooned in my life. Um, it's a protection so that I can still be creative, like, if, if the more you put yourself out there, the more you bleed into other people's personalities, the more their pressure wears back into you. So it's tough. Mm. Like a lot of authors disappear for that reason. Yeah, it's hard it's work. Tough. It's, hard it's hard work. work. But, you know, 
you just got to get through it. It's a stage. Yeah. yeah. It's not like you just, like, like you show up, you put in your hours, like you're, it's active. It's an active creating all the time. Yeah. So it's very, it'd be very tiring. Yeah. And, and the thing is, the more you let other people's pressure weigh on your shoulders, the less creative you are. Yeah. So it's kind of like you've got to learn how to balance the two. Um, I feel like I'm out the other side of it. So it's, yeah, I'm That's happy. Good. But, uh, yeah, it does take – it takes a bit to get your head around. It, will, it is hard. It's always good. And I've got the best staff. Like now I've got – like I've got – like I said, I've got three full-time girls that work for me and they just – they take the pressure off. They know me. They know when I'm having stress. They organise everything. So I don't have to think about anything. I can literally switch off from the world and not have to have anything to do with the book world and just write. So it's perfect. It's the perfect scenario. Yeah. It's freaking awesome. Good for you, Swan yes. Star. We're very <laughs> happy you that you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I, I can I I need to listen to this because I reckon there's a whole lot of rambling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can no, have it. You, like, you'll get it before it goes yeah, out. We don't can, worry. We can send it to you. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing next week? God. Uh, does anybody know? We're doing Gothica. We're reading Gothica. We're doing Gothicana. I don't know who wrote Gothica. Who wrote, who wrote I don't even know Gothica. <laughs> I'm hopeless with other people's books. Seriously, it's a quite a small book. Like, it's a very indie author. Oh, is it? It's not. Yeah, it's a um, it's a indie. It's by Runix. Runix. It's a very indie small. Oh yeah, yeah. She's the one that did the Darkverse series as well. Oh, okay. Like the Predator and stuff. Yeah. yeah so I I read Goth- this is my book. I read Gothicana a couple months ago, and it was so different to anything I'd read in a while. So I wanted to do this. That's cool. Yeah, it'll be good. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fun. Another another opportunity to talk shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, girls. Thanks for having so me. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us. It's been a us. bloody treat, honestly. I'll see you in Melbourne. Oh, yeah, you will. <laughs> get ready for yeah. get ready for a glass of wine. We're gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Girls Who Read Porn. Follow us at Girls Who Read Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And for all business inquiries, please send us an email on girlswhoreadporn at gmail.com. Art created by Jessica Wanny and music made by Dane Forgy Stevens. See you next week and stay smutty, team.